Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson, and today is a very special day because this is the 100th episode of the podcast. I honestly had no idea when I published that first podcast that Rural Revival would become what it has, and I have loved every minute of getting to meet you and visit your towns and become friends with you over Instagram. So thanks for being on this journey with me. This week, we're with Allison Ryan of Explore Ranches. Explore Ranches is a web platform of ranch rentals that Allison and her friends Jay and Jess created to rent out incredible private properties and experiences and help people connect to the outdoors. As someone who has always had a passion for the outdoors, Allison is sharing how Explore Ranches is providing a service to both landowners and visitors and how they are creating interest in conserving and protecting some incredible wild places. So here we go with Allison Ryan. Okay, well, we're here today with Allison Ryan of Explore Ranches. Allison, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Dana. We're, I'm excited to, to get to talk to you and to learn a little bit more about what you're doing as well. Perfect. Well, let's start by having you tell us a little bit about you. Have you always lived in Texas? I have. Um, I briefly thought about moving to New York, but I didn't make it. So yes, I have spent all of my years in Texas. Um, I grew up in West Texas in El Paso and spent uh, quite a bit of my childhood at my family's place in the Davis Mountains uh, in far West Texas. And then I moved to Austin to go to school and I have been here ever since. So I like to think I split my time between West Texas and Austin, but I'm probably more in Austin than I would like to be. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of us can identify with that for sure. Yeah. Did you always have a passion for the outdoors? I did. Um, We were raised um, kind of in, in the mindset that that was an important part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I think my generation, the way we grew up, we spent a lot of time outside. Um, we didn't, we didn't have like, we weren't like the video game generation and computers and all of that. So, um, so we got home from school and you were immediately kicked out of the house again, go play. Uh, and then you, you came back in to do your homework and have dinner and go to bed. So the outdoors for me growing up didn't just mean like getting to be in wild spaces. It meant being outside all the time. So that has kind of carried through my life. Um, even in the city every day, I find it's important to me for my own personal well-being to to get outside you know at least once a day but usually multiple times throughout the day um and then I was you know very fortunate growing up that my family did have have our place in the Davis Mountains and so I got that wild experience as well and and really got to be outdoors and and away from the city and and learn the value of, of that experience as well. And of course that, you know, has influenced so many of my choices throughout my life. Yeah. Did you ever think you might play a bigger role in connecting people to the outdoors? Was that something that was on your heart? 
No, it actually wasn't. Um, yeah, it's funny how life works out, you know, <laughs> yes. so, so often you, you end up doing things that you're, pa- you're passionate about, or if you're lucky, if you're fortunate, you get to do the things that you're passionate about, um, almost because you fall into them, which is how so much of my life has been. Um, I've also always had a passion for sports and, um, exercise and wellness and health and um kind of fell in I spent so like the last 10 years of my life as a personal 11 years or something like that as a personal trainer and that also happened kind of in a roundabout way um so yeah so I kind of fell into it and then towards the end of that I started a wellness retreat at our place in the Davis mountains and, um, at the behest of one of my clients, really, it wasn't even something that I had considered doing. Um, but she suggested it and wanted to go out there. And so I gathered a group of my clients and took them out there and it ended up being successful. And so we did it again and again. And, um, and so when Jay came to me with the idea of explore ranches, um, knowing what I was already doing, taking people, you know, out, out to the withers and having this experience with them and that there were people who were willing to pay to get outside and get out in nature and have this unique wild experience, um, was kind of the catalyst for, for where we are now. And that, and some of his own personal experiences as well. I love that. So tell us how, this whole Explore Ranches concept came together? Well, it was Jay's brilliant idea, so I'll give him all the credit. <laughs> um, I, I'm just lucky enough to get to be on this ride. Um, we, he had, um, you know, he comes from a, a ranching family and has spent the better part of his life um, working in conservation and in the outdoors and that's a huge part of who he is and what is important to him and kind of his driver um and he went he went to business school at the University of Texas McCombs and uh was invited to go I guess it was about four years ago now um on a trip to Patagonia with the students as an alumni and saw, you know, the kids having this amazing experience once they were removed from their cell phones and, you know, kind of all the trappings of urban life Mm -hmm. and was really moved by, by seeing them connect to the outdoors and connect to each other in, in a way that they were not accustomed to and came home really wanting to do something similar and give people this similar type experience, knowing that we have all this private land in Texas and you don't have to travel halfway around the world to have a wild experience. Um, And so kind of started out maybe as an outfitter, but um, quickly realized that you know, if his end goal was to spend more time with his family, that was going to take him away from his family all the time if he was leading these types of trips. And so he 
came to me and our other good friend Jess and told us about his idea and he knew you know what I had been doing with the wellness retreats and I said well why don't you get a little group together and bring them out to the withers and kind of brains we can brainstorm this this idea so he did and it was a couple guys from business school and they went on an overnight um, to the ranch next door uh, which is actually the nature conservancy preserve and there's the tall rock shelter there which are Indian paintings and they camped out there and then hiked back to the withers the next day and you know over the course of their overnight the idea for a mix for explore ranches went from an outfitter type service to um to a web platform to an internet platform um of ranch rentals and so Jess and I were totally on board when he asked us to to be his partners and um, super excited and passionate about this idea of getting more people outside. For the first time in history, there are more people living in urban areas than in rural ones. And people, um, you know, have really become disconnected from nature and the natural world. And I think you lose a little bit of yourself when that happens. And I think it's hard for people to feel connected to each other, to be connected to the world at large when they don't have those types of experiences, when your world becomes really small, if that makes sense. Um, And, uh, and you know, it's really only when you get outside and you get in these like big spaces and, and sit under the moon and the stars and, see the mountains and or sit at the bottom of a canyon or watch wildlife that you realize actually how small you are mm-hmm. um and so yeah so we were super excited to get to potentially give people these types of experiences and get them interested in in nature and the wild and then hopefully get them to a place where maybe they were passionate enough about it to um, to want to conserve these places as well, um, because that's a, a huge part of you know taking care of our world is is wanting to take care of these these places that remain wild. Um, so yeah, so we were excited and started visiting with uh, landowners across Texas who we were either personally friends with or had been introduced by other friends and uh and it was really interesting we weren't sure how everyone would respond but 80 percent of the landowners we talked to were you know really responsive and excited about this idea because you know if you're a landowner out there you know that uh it's difficult to maintain your your land and it's expensive and it requires a tremendous amount of work and it's time consuming. And if you um, aren't fortunate enough to have oil or mineral rights, uh, then you're reliant on hunting and grazing leases typically. And that is oftentimes not enough to, to cut it. And so adding this element of hospitality um, was potentially, you know, gate could be a game changer for a lot of families. 
And it also was um, potentially the opportunity to get the younger generation involved who had maybe stepped away from the family land, stepped away from the ranch to move into the city to get a job or pursue their interests or whatever. Um, but this younger generation, uh, I was told by someone when I was, who actually called us looking for a job, was interested in what we were doing. We had a really nice conversation. He had worked in the outdoor space for a long time. And he was saying, you know, the baby boomer generation was really interested in collecting things, whether it was second homes or cars or boats or whatever. And this younger generation, millennials, are interested in collecting experiences. Mm -hmm. And this shared economy um, has made that more feasible. Um, so yeah, so getting, getting the younger generation involved and bringing them back to the ranch with this hospitality component has been exciting to watch. Yeah. I love how you saw the opportunity and found a really creative way to capitalize on that, but then also help the landowners. Um, yes. So you started out with eight properties. Yes. Um, so talk about some of those properties and how you have expanded that over the last couple of years and where they're located. So we started out um, with eight properties, seven in Texas and one in Colorado. So my family's property is on the website. Um, it is in Madera Canyon in West Texas um, in the Davis Mountains. We are... If you're familiar with that area, we're north of Fort Davis and the McDonald Observatory. Okay. Um, and then, and it's a great place if you're interested in um, hiking and wildlife watching. And it's very remote and totally off the grid. Um, we have our own water system and we run on solar. So we are really completely independent um and it's to me it, it's a super special place because I've gotten to spend my life there and yeah it's it's my favorite place in the world um and then there's Chandler Ranch which is at the confluence of the Pecos River and Independence Creek so it's really stunning uh with its live water component and uh great for families it's uh four four different cabins and uh super fun for kayaking and fishing and they have a spring fed swimming pool and a great host and everyone we send there really has a wonderful time and it's it's a really great family place and they've recently introduced some chickens and they're planting a garden and um, I think going to add some um, steers. So they're really working on moving to a uh, ranch to table, which is exciting. Wow. Yeah. And then there's Hudspeth River Ranch, which is on the Devil's River, uh, which is, if you're unfamiliar with Texas and Texas rivers, it's the most pristine river in Texas. It's the one that they use to measure all the health of all the other rivers in Texas. And it's just magnificent. Um, it's at the headwaters of the Devil's River. It's seven miles of 
pristine water. And I love this family. They're super special. Um, Alice has just been a wonderful person to get to work with. And so kayaking and swimming in beautiful swimming holes. And they have a pool as well. And it's awesome hiking. There's some uh, cave paintings and rock art and uh, a group that works in the area interpreting all of that stuff and studying it who we've had come out and talk to some of our guests, which has been a really fun thing to do. Um, and then there's Ranch 2810 Marfa, which we didn't launch with, but we've added in the last year. Architecturally, just magnificent and stunning. Um, in right there sitting uh, kind of on an overlook on the Marfa Plains and six, six or seven miles from town, which for a lot of people is, you know, really quite an amazing experience as Marfa has become kind of a hotbed yes. for artists yes. and, and those interested in, in like the, in the work of Donald Judd and, and other artists. Um, so yeah, so it's beautiful, five king suites. It's if you're really wanting to go do Marfa well, it's the place to go do it. <laughs> I love it. Um, then there's Rocker Bee Ranch, uh, which is in North Texas in the Grayford area in the Palo Pinto Mountains. And it is almost like an amusement park. Um, the family, the bird family has done just a, a really cool job of um, integrating everything that you might expect at a resort um, into this property and doing it in a really thoughtful way. Um, still, you know, paying homage to the history of the ranch. Um, mm -hmm. But they do uh, baseball. Lance, the owner, played baseball at Baylor, and um, his kids became interested in baseball as they got older. And so he built them a baseball field at the ranch and then saw the opportunity to provide a place for other young people to come and play baseball. And so now they have baseball tournaments there like every weekend in June and they've um, done a music festival and it's an awesome place for family reunions and birthday parties and, you know, like big family gatherings, big friend gatherings. They have a, a covered arena and three baseball fields now and tennis courts and volleyball and shuffleboard. And they just put in a disc golf course and a huge pool with a water slide. And it's just like fun, fun, fun. Everywhere you turn, there's mm -hmm. something else to do and more fun to be had. Um, so I can keep talking about all of them if you want, but that's kind of a... No, I think that's great. I mean, it just shows you that each place is unique and has a different offering of experiences, which yes. um, is going to resonate with different people. So I love that part of it. 
Completely. Yeah, we definitely, we have some ranches in California and one of Ted Turner's um, properties in New Mexico is a ranch partner and they've been a lot of fun to work with and have some really cool experiences out there. One of which is the um, bat caves on their neighboring ranch. Uh, that they also own, Armanderis. And so they take people out there to see this bat flight and the swains and hawks come in to feed on the bats while the bats are flying out to gather food for their pups. Like it's a crazy experience. Apparently National Geographic spent two years out there filming it for like this two minute clip on their website. Um, (laughs) So yeah, super cool. I plan to go out there at some point this summer and see it. Well, they all sound amazing. Talk about the different roles that you and Jay and Jess have within the company. Well, like any good startup, we started out with very defined roles. And as we really got into it, we soon realized we were all going to wear all the hats whenever (laughs) necessary. Um, So... Yeah, so I I honestly can't say we have really defined rules at this point um, because we're a small team and we do have some like contract help, uh, but we, you know, whether it's getting on the phone with a landowner or, um, you know, working on new landowner prospects or working through booking requests. Um, we kind of all wear all the hats um, and do whatever is necessary to to get it done, um, if that makes sense. So I can't really tell you, Jay does this and I do that and Jess does this. Um, yeah, we, we do whatever we have to do to get it done and to make sure we have happy customers who are having positive experiences outside and um, that our landowners are, are taken care of as well. Yeah. So you, let's talk about the customer side of it first. And then I want to ask you about the landowner side too, but I would imagine that you have a lot of discussions around customer experience because this is so focused on that. Yes. Um, we did. And as we did, we do, um, we will continue to, as we continue um, to get feedback from our guests, um, we started out honestly um, probably under the wrong assumption that most people were like the three of us and uh, we're just going to be super excited to have access to these great places that you know are so expansive and to have you know, sometimes tens of thousands of acres to explore. And um, we quickly realized that most people did not have the experiences that we had growing up and that that, that was intimidating. Um, okay. You know, what, what, am, what do I do with all that land? Um, most people have a hard time conceptualizing a couple of acres, much less, you know, 20,000 acres. So, so we started implementing itineraries, um, on the website and, uh, really coming up with more specific ways to focus the experience. 
so that the idea of going to one of these places wasn't intimidating and there wasn't the, what am I going to do? It was, oh, you're going to do this and then you can do this. And what about this? Um, so it wasn't a scary idea anymore. It was a, it became more exciting. So yeah, so the guest experience has definitely been a focus growing the guest experience and refining it um, as we move along has been a, really important. Yeah. And have you been able to, because the way I understand it, like some of these ranches are, it's kind of, here you go. Um, here's your playground, have a great time. And others might be more, um, you know, planned out. Is that true? Yes. Um, we do have a couple of ranches, like uh, the Lana Springs Ranch, which is a, is at the headwaters of the South Lana River, um, is more of a turnkey experience. Um, so you get there, the landowner shows you around and gives you a tour, and then he goes and you're really left to your own devices. Um, now, that's not to say that if you you know, wanted a guided fishing trip or you wanted a, some sort of culinary experience that we couldn't arrange those things for you um, because we can uh, and we have. But if you, you wanted to just go explore that place on your own, you could do that. Um, and then you have other experiences. I think like Chandler is probably a good middle kind of experience or Tejon Ranch in uh, California. So you have someone there who is there to interpret or help you get the kayaks to put in place and, and a takeout. Um, or, you know, at Tejon, you have a couple of options for guided experiences, like a guided photo safari or um, horseback riding, but you also have the ability to go, you know, hop on a bike and explore miles of roads um, on your own. So there's that kind of middle ground, and we call those semi hosted experiences. Okay. Um, and then you have a place like the Withers, which is, or Ladder in New Mexico, which are. Ho completely hosted experiences. So someone's cooking for you. Someone is there guiding you. Um, you really kind of, there's a lot more handholding and structure, not like structure as in you can't, you have to do what's on the itinerary and there's no, you know, wiggle room. It's just, it's a fully hosted experience and you're, you know, you're really taken care of the entire time. Um, so it's maybe more ideal, ideal for people who, who don't want to be left alone on a place like that. Yeah. Well, I love the different landscapes that you can choose from. You can really choose what type of experience you want to have too. So that's great. Talking about the landowner side of that, you have that past history with your family owning a ranch. So do you feel like in some ways you help represent the landowner and 
maybe even protecting what they have built because a lot of times they know these ranches, they have been in the family for generations. So there's that component of this too. Yes, absolutely. Um, It was, well, when we launched or when we were talking about this idea, we felt like as three people coming from landowning families Mm -hmm. um, and the guys, both my family, I'm the second, I'm a second generation landowner, but the guys, you know, they, their family ranches have been, been in their families for generations. And so we felt like we were uniquely qualified to speak to other landowners about this idea Mm -hmm. and to be trusted with it. Um, I think, you know, if, if we had been coming from like another platform and were, you know, just random business people from (laughs) New York or, you know, like I, it's landowners are different. They're, they're very private and what they have built is, you know, obviously important to them, especially if it's been in their family for a hundred years and they have a strong sense of protecting that. And so, yeah, so we felt like we were uniquely qualified to, to sit down at the table and, and talk to, talk to these people. And we are one of you, you know, and we are really, we're trying to provide a service to you. We're trying to provide a service to other people and get them to have these experiences so they care about the things that your family has worked so hard to conserve for so long so that they can help us continue to conserve these wild places. You know, whether it's by being active in volunteerism or putting money into conservation organizations or whatever that looks like. But, you know, you can't expect people to do that if they don't understand the importance of it because they've never been there. So yes, so definitely um, being landowners ourselves has been instrumental in in helping this business succeed and and talking to other landowners. And I I'm grateful that my parents um, allowed us to put the withers on on Explore Ranches um, because we felt like that was important. That that one of us, you know, we needed to have one of our ranches on the website. Yeah. Well, I do want you to tell us a little bit about your family's ranch because there's a pretty great story that goes with how you first came to own the land and just how that has become now a part of your family. Um, Yes. So my dad um, first visited the Withers when he was 17 years old. Um, He was working for the Prude family where he had gone to summer camp um, as a young boy and then worked for them as a ranch hand and a counselor. And he was moving cattle. Um, They owned the Withers at that point. And he was dropped off there and then rode in to, to move cattle. And it was snowing. I think it was in January or February and, um, he, there wasn't a road into the Canyon at that point. And so he slid down 
um, <laughs> the side of the hill into the canyon on his bottom because he couldn't find the horse trail and uh, thought it was just, you know, the most magnificent place he had ever seen. And I don't think he ever, in his wildest dreams at that point, thought that he would one day have it. So, um, yeah, so he he got to continue to go there um, over the, you know, course of the next probably 10 years. And, and then he... Uh, helped the Prude family. They also owned the neighboring ranch and they wanted to sell it. And he helped find a buyer. And when they asked him what he wanted as a finder's fee, he, he didn't know what to ask for. So he asked my grandfather what he should ask for. And my grandfather told him, well, you've always wanted land out there. Why don't, why don't you take it in land? So he did. And that was how he came to, to have that first part of the withers. I love that story. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's a good one. And we're so grateful now that, that my grandfather had the foresight to give such good advice. Yes, absolutely. Well, I know Texas is full of so many amazing ranches like the Withers, but very few people have access to those ranches and that land. And I think it's maybe a bit unique to Texas, So help explain, like, why is this type of business like you've created needed in Texas? Uh, So 95% of the state is privately held. And of that last 5%, only 2.5% is actually accessible to the public. And we do have some amazing state and national parks here. You know, we have Big Bend National Park, Big Bend Ranch State Park, and then over across the rest of the state, there are multiple other state parks. So we have a great state park system. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not like being in Colorado or Wyoming or Montana where there's so much public land to access. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there are these huge expanses of land across the state. And as you can see on the website, some really magnificent places. Um, and you know, we, is like the tip of the iceberg as far as what's available to see in, in the state. Um, but yeah, but it's all behind a locked gate. So unless you owned a ranch or you were friends with someone who owned a ranch, you never got to see any of these places and you can't access any of it. Um, so that was, you know, part part of of the idea part of the mission was to to get people behind the fences and what have people's reactions been now that they've been able to experience these places oh they're so excited um jay and jess uh went to high school with a guy who has now traveled with us twice in the last six months and um which we're extraordinarily grateful for but he was super excited when he found out about our um about our business and called Jay and said, Oh my God, you've saved me millions of dollars. Thank you. Cause I've <laughs> been wanting to buy a ranch, but now I don't have to, I can just go visit all of yours, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and get, get to go on the devil's river and get to go to New Mexico and spend, you know, five days on Ted Turner's ranch and get to go have this other experience. And yeah, I mean, it's, it makes it a lot easier <laughs> and you get to experience so many different 
viewpoints and and uh, landscapes. So um, yeah, so people have been super excited. There's um, a couple of guys who just started traveling with us um, who are from New York, and they spent. 10 days at a ladder in New Mexico. And then one of them reached out yesterday and it's like, I'm not ready to go back to New York yet. And what else can I go do? And so now he's headed to one of the West Texas ranches to chalk draw so he can explore big bend. Um, so yeah, people are, as more people find out about what we're doing, uh, we're, really excited about the positive response that we're getting and uh that people don't want to just you know travel to one of the ranches that they want to experience you know multiple ranches and and have different experiences and I'm excited that, that that's something we get to offer that we're not just offering one experience that we're offering um so many different types of experiences and in different environments and in different settings. So that's super cool. Yeah. Those are like some of the best testimonials ever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know I feel I'm, I'm really grateful. We are all three really grateful. Um, and, and I have to like, I mean, as awful as COVID has been for our country and for the world, it's been really great for our business because people who wouldn't normally think about traveling in the United States. Um, I think for the last, you know, decade, people have had kind of gotten in the mindset that you had to use your passport to go on vacation, mm-hmm. um, that you weren't, that you weren't really traveling unless you left the country. And the United States is magnificent and there's so much to see and do here And, um, I think that people are starting to kind of come back to that idea. And so I'm excited that we are in the business that we're in right now and that we're, you know, going to get to hopefully provide a lot of people with a lot of really cool experiences in their own backyard that they never dreamt that they could have. And I think people are going to start taking road trips again. And I'm excited about that, you know, to get in the car with your family and and go really see and explore everything that this country has to offer. I think that's I think that's gonna be really cool for a lot of people and a lot of families. So I'm excited to get to be a part of that. Absolutely. What is next for you and for Explore Ranches? Um, well, uh we are uh, expanding, um, into some new areas, which, uh, is it always exciting? We have some new ranches coming on board in the next couple of months. Uh, one that has a golf course, which I never thought we would have. (laughs) Um, and a 30 acre lake right in front of the house, which is going to be super fun. Um, and it's just north of Dallas, which I'm also excited about because it's always nice to add some ranches that don't require, you know, four or five, six hours in the car to get to. Um, and, uh, and then we have another ranch um, coming on board in the next couple of months that I got to visit, I guess, at the end of last year. 
um, in Costa Rica. So really excited about that. They have uh, cloud forest, rainforest, and dry forest all on their ranch. And it is truly spectacular. I mean, I had just never been anywhere like that. And the family is so special and uh, so committed to conservation and educating their neighbors and the community about the importance of conservation. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to get to work with them. Wow. So you, you're going international. That's pretty exciting. We are. Yes. That, that was my goal for the end of last year. So we're a little delayed, but that's okay. Um, a lot has happened in the last six months, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes, but it's happening and it, yeah, and it'll be up on the website in the next few months. So I'm, uh, I'm super excited about it. And the Costa Rican people are just amazing. So I couldn't, we really couldn't ask for, for a better ranch to launch out of the country with. Well, congratulations. That's super exciting. Thank you. Yeah. How do we follow along and where can people go to check out the properties and to book their stays and things like that? ExploreRanches.com is our website. Um, and we are on Facebook and Instagram at Explore Ranches. Uh, we, if you want to contact us, we are at info at exploreranches.com. And there's a way to contact us through the website and our phone number's on there as well. And you can call and I will answer the phone. <laughs> and I would love to talk to you about anything you want to talk about. Um, yeah, so please call us, email us, get on the website, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share what we're doing with everyone you know. We appreciate it. Great. Well, we will be sure to link to all of that in the show notes. And I know people are going to want to go check out these properties because they really are amazing. And my head is already just getting pictures of all the things that you've described. So I can't wait to go look them up online. Um, Allison, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I love what you're doing. This has just been a great conversation and I love to see what's possible for these ranches and thinking outside the box. Thank you, Dana. Thank you so much for um, asking me and for being enthusiastic about what we're doing. We really appreciate it. And for wanting to share it. That's for us. That's huge. So thank you so much. Well, I love how Allison, Jay, and Jess thought outside of the box to create Explore Ranches and how they are opening up a new avenue to landowners through hospitality, allowing people to experience these incredible ranches and the wild places within these properties. Be sure to check out the show notes for links where you can check out these properties and book your stay or even add your ranch to the list. I trust you're super inspired from today's episode and probably have a handful of people you know would love to hear it. So go ahead and text them the link and leave us a kind review while you're at it so we can keep spreading the rural revival message far and wide. And stay tuned in with us on Instagram and Facebook at Rural Revival Co. to stay updated on this podcast and all things rural revival related. And thank you so much for being a part of these first 100 episodes. 
Your support means the world to me, and I love the community that has formed because of it. So again, thank you so, so much. You all are the best part about Rule Revival, truly. We'll catch you next time on the Rule Revival podcast. Have a great day, everybody.